Welcome to the Not Here to Make Friends podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Haimona, and this is our podcast about uh, pop culture, the internet, um, just Twitter feuds. We're going to have a lot of Twitter feud talk because uh, Twitter feuds are life. Yeah, I think it's the time of year for it, too. So. It's the summer. Yeah. People, you know. Although, I guess for like the overseas people it's the the winter winter, you know people it's basically all seasons are good seasons for fighting yeah particularly if it's on the internet because there's no weather on the internet yeah maybe it's just january because you know it's the new year people um are starting afresh but um old resentments are are still there people have woken up (laughs) to realize that post new year's that no nothing has changed they still hate people yeah yeah which i think is nice and people still hate them so that's good for us and content definitely yeah so the first thing we we gotta talk about this kanye yeah so the kanye tweets that happened this week where kanye um misunderstood a Wiz khalifa tweet about well he misunderstood like a weed reference which i've never heard before i've never heard of it either and like I've been on the internet for a while. I don't, like, <laughs> never... I haven't even seen that reference no, before. No, so Kanye's not necessarily, like, completely... And, you know... Oh, I, I mean, understand. he's a dick, but, you know, he's, like... <laughs> I, he's, like, he got confused and then acted like an arsehole. Yeah, so he did about, like, 20 tweets about... That's so many. Get, yeah. Targeting Wiz Khalifa and oh. pretty quickly Amber Rose... Of Why? Thinking that Wiz Khalifa had insulted Kim Kardashian by using KK, which apparently is a um, slang term for weed. But, um, which no one knew except yeah. for maybe Wiz Khalifa and yeah. his like three weed dealers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it devolved pretty quickly. Um, it, yep. It, it started I, off with him being like semi aggrieved. And then he yeah. just kind of became a dick. I think, yeah, I think it kind of like veered back and forth a lot between stuff that I was kind of like, you know, it's just like kind of funny Kanye novelty. Like the ones where he was saying how he was sad that he wasn't tall and skinny. I was like, oh, that, uh, oh me too. <laughs> I loved all cool jeans talk. Oh, yeah. Cool he, jeans he talk made, was magic. He made tight jeans cool. Yeah, he, he made tight jeans cool. Yeah. Um, the like... Um, One's about, like, all Wiz Khalifa's records being really corny. I thought, all that was, true. You know, all fine, 100% fine. true and accurate tweets. Yeah, but it was just, like, how quickly he went to Amber Rose. And it's just sad that it's this sad. is, like, this is... He feels like he has to do this. Oh, because no. there was a bit there when he... I can't remember the... I'm probably screwing it up, but I think he tweeted, uh, just because I'm the greatest artist of all time... People don't think I can't be petty. Yeah, there was a lot. It's like no, everyone knows you're petty as hell. Yeah, but like you're real petty towards like mostly just women. Yeah, it kind of is like one of those things where you know everyone likes to be you know people get mad about Kanye and then people on Twitter are like oh it's problematic you're mad about Kanye and all that kind of thing and often it is but then his when he it's, when he talks about Amber Rose and her being a stripper and basically saying she was it's a legitimately gold digger, problematic it's, it's, it's horrible like, because the thing is a lot of people like Amber Rose now she's quite she's quite I likeable. like Amber I like Rose her. I think yeah. Amber Rose is great she's cool and I think she's kind of a celebrity in her own right now totally like, and she, like she doesn't need Kanye she no. didn't like. You know, she's stuck through him through his mum dying and all that kind of thing. And exactly. Like, and it sounds like, you know, based on quite a lot of his songs, he didn't cheerlead her that well. 
he seems like <laughs> kind like, of the worst person to date. I mean, yeah. regardless of like fame and making interesting music, if a member of my family was like, I'm dating Kanye, I'd be like, no, you're fucking not. Yeah. And it made be me like, f- please reconsider. Totally. And I feel so bad for Kim because, you know, like the worst yeah. thing is having a boyfriend who can't <laughs> stop getting mad about his ex-girlfriend because it's not like nice. That's it's not, you're not like, not. yeah, I'm so glad he's still mad about that. You're like, it's like, I'm glad he's petty towards his exes. Yeah. This bodes super well. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where indifference is the ideal, and he's clearly still pretty emotional about her. And also just, like, you know, said some pretty bad things about her child. Yep. Which, which is, is really like, super, super over the line. Yeah. And, like, like <laughs> there was bits where it's like, ah, oh, you know, if, if it wasn't for me, you would have never even, like, met her. It's You'd like, never even have a child. Like, it'd be like, what? Yeah, it was kind of like, went back and forth between like, it's cousin me, you have a child, so you should thank me, but also every time you look at your child, you feel bad, because you're stuck with it. And it's like, neither of those things are it's nice. It's like, neither of those things are nice, and yeah. also, Ray J could say the same things about you, I mean, well, that's don't... that's exactly it, like, I thought, and I thought he was cool about Kim, you know, in like, one of those songs, he's just that cool thing about, her, like, his girl's a superstar from a home movie, and it's like, oh, okay. And he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't care, that was... Yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, wow, you're so cool. But he's, I definitely think of his kind of warped view towards women as part of his, like, it's, like, I kind of don't necessarily find it too troubling just because it seems so specific to him, like. It is, and it's. But it's also really just annoying when he says stuff like that because it's, you can't be on his side and you kind of can't find out that funny anymore because, although it was still really funny. It was still really funny. <laughs> Especially how it just rounded up with him, like, apologizing for not realizing that KK meant weed. And then just a lot of tweets where it's like, it's all positive. Like, yeah, yeah. It's all love. I yeah. It's like, this is a great, like, him just trying to turn around by just walking up to every single person individually, being like, it's all positive. It's all love. Yeah. It's, it's sort of great. I, I have, it's not that like I've lost any respect for him because... I knew, yeah. like, everyone sort of knew this part, yeah. this part of Kanye where, like, he's a dick. Yeah. Um, and this has always been sort of his biggest blind spot. But, yeah, just going out there and really trying to light someone up when they know a lot about you, too. As yeah. also came <laughs> up. I was like, I was like, if I had this, part of me would be like, I probably shouldn't say any shit about other people. Not yeah. just because it's, like, not cool to talk shit about your exes. Yeah. Also, like... And their that, children. <laughs> it's like, and their fucking... And their goddamn children. Like, if... The booty thing wasn't super surprising. Because I, no. I don't think it's, like, that uncommon. Like, no. Based upon, like, trendy. the internet. I thought it was, like, fairly common. And, like, yeah. Nicki Minaj, like half of Nicki Minaj's songs are about like eating ass so like yeah. one or two fingers is like not oh, totally, that way totally. um but it's yeah it's in broad city I, I it's in broad city it was great in broad city <laughs> yeah um, a show we will definitely talk about later but oh like, my god is there a new season this year yeah okay good we will definitely yeah. talk about it <laughs> uh, but uh, i just thought it's like it's sad that it had to like mm. come down to that um and it was really funny when that was pointed out but also like all of these people should be grown up and mature enough to know that, like, particularly them, of all of yeah. the people in the world, it'd be like, if I'm married to Kim Kardashian, I'm yeah. not going to be, like, yelling at people because, like, their ex, and my ex as well, like, yeah. was a stripper. It's like... I know, 
Who fucking also, yeah. cares? You didn't care. Yeah. Like, why do you care now? Like, I know. It's so horrible. Yeah, but, you know, it's that's, that's the weird sort of awkwardness yeah. about Kanye. In the same way that, yeah. like, there was awkwardness about, like, Prince when he sort of stopped. Uh, when he became, like, deeply Mormon and, like... Did he? I don't know anything yeah, about Yeah, and he doesn't really, like... <laughs> He stopped doing, like, all of his real sexual songs. Uh. Stevie Wonder did, too. Stevie Wonder also no Uh. longer does any of his songs, which reference drug use live. Like, he doesn't do any of those ones or any, like, the dark songs or the ones he did about, like, heroin. (laughs) Um, It's always, like, the, like, isn't she lovely and shit. And Uh. so artists sometimes do sort of change and become not necessarily what you thought they were, but... Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes with the creative genius. It kind of does. It's just um, like having people who are like, you know, a lot of people. It's just mad because I like, like him so much. Me and too. I wish he and wasn't I'm, yeah, attacked. and I'm looking forward to his album, but then I'm like, oh, also, so much. I like. I think Waves is a slightly better title than Swish, which I didn't think was a good title, but I also worry that it's not going to be as good as he's making out. Like Waves, you know, he's saying yeah. it's going to be the best album of our lifetime. Of any and, lifetime. Yeah, and I just think like he's not exactly coming across as his best self at no. present although i still love him Same. <laughs> like i jesus is in my top three kanye mm. albums like it's totally. probably my second favorite kanye yeah album. blood on the leaves is one of my favorite kanye songs it's such a good song like that yeah. that whole album is yeah it's really lots good. of bangers um, yeah but then i just didn't really think like i thought that um the normal parties in la one is good but then the one about nike shoes yeah, that was stupid. That wasn't very good. Yeah, No More Pies in LA was a really good one. Because really I was good. like, yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Yeah, totally. It's, it's kind of like it fits in with his lifestyle now. Because it's going to be hard for him to really... He can't go to parties in LA anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, how... Like, even in LA, he can't go to parties. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of screwed at this point. Yeah, yeah. Good luck to him. Uh, Wiz Khalifa obviously didn't give a shit and is just moving on with his life. Wiz Khalifa's probably thrilled. I haven't heard about Wiz Khalifa in ages. Wiz Khalifa is like... (laughs) And he just kind of came across as like dignified, even though like he he probably isn't... (laughs) He was probably just like passed out the whole time. And he woke up and was like, like, what an asshole. Oh, well, I always hated that guy anyway. Off to make more vaporizer money. (laughs) The dream life. Yeah, the dream life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what else the other what else has been happening? Oh, there's been lots of um it's twenty sixteen now and it's like the time when shows are starting to come back. Um so there has been some there are some interesting shows coming up. And there have been some interesting movies which have come up. Um you went to the Hateful Eight premiere. Yeah, I went to the Hateful Eight premiere. It was so cool. I like there's nothing I love more than seeing celebrities and I've never I don't think I've ever seen a real celebrity like not a media work celebrity like i've never seen a celebrity that's not a new zealand celebrity like an actual famous person so like quentin tarantino came to the premiere and he like gave a look like the shortest speech imaginable before it but he seemed very sweet and i saw him for real in real life and i also saw the bachelor and Beck runger and the um the silicon guy and various other celebrities it was a very exciting night because even new zealand celebrities excite me but it was funny because like they like the whole place was you know no one really gave a crap about them oh god it was all just set up for quentin tarantino to arrive and then like so everyone was just left to kind of like mingle amongst the plebs like me 
Chris Warner was in a corner somewhere going, why does no one care yeah. about me? Yeah, I didn't oh, see him. I did good. see Kata Potato, the catnapper. My boyfriend wouldn't let me yell at her, though. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably for the best, because I yeah, probably it, got kicked out. Upon reflection, probably yeah. wouldn't have been the smartest. <laughs> if you do want to get invited back to another one of these, to meet more celebrities, like odd-looking 90s film director with a noted yeah. foot fetish. Yeah, he's he's a nice like for he a does... foot fetish guy. Like I think I I thought the hateful eight was. Let's let's not judge people based upon foot fetish. Oh, no, I'm just I, judging I based upon the fact that shame he like. But it does has... seem to be kind of a weird one. I don't really get it. I've never met anyone also, like really non weird who has one. Same. Yeah, it so I guess sad. I've only ever met like people with foot fetishes who are like weird because the normal ones yeah. probably they're not interested in my feet. Yeah, my feet aren't good in the first place. Totally. Also, at the library that I work at. We had a problem with a foot fetishist guy who used to come in and crawl around under the desks looking at people's feet. And then he, he also pretended to be a fashion photographer and got girls to let him take photos of their feet by saying he wanted to take photos for his fashion blog. And he got trespassed. But he still came in. Fucking hell. <laughs> so you know. So it's, <laughs> so there's a harmless. dark edge to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of them are bad. Others are famous film directors yeah. who we uh, do not think would crawl around under tables. He seems no. mo- he seems chill enough to you know he's hopefully fine. hopefully you never know oh <laughs> not that I would ever um, not... defame <laughs> please don't so yeah I you like it a, yeah I mean I feel like it was too long it was about three hours and it was he just really likes his dialogue and this wasn't even like the extended cut like the cut he did was longer and he would have had an intermission and we didn't get that cut but there's just a lot of like people talking and i get that it's all meant to be quite like you know smart snappy dialogue but it's it gets a bit much and it was like it was just very like opaque in terms of what it was all trying to say like but in a way that kind of makes it quite interesting i didn't think it was his best i feel like same with django like before django he had this editor that he always worked with and she died and which is very sad but i feel like since then you know django i felt like should have had a lot of edits done and I just think he's, they're not like as tight a pieces of cinema as he used to make, which is a shame because I think, you know, like Reservoir Dogs and all those are quite economic and quite to the point and just like really good, like tight pieces of film making. Yeah, he was, he was always, um, I mean, his films were never short, but no, like, but they were, they weren't so indulgent. Exactly. Which I think because he's so enthusiastic. Like, he's such an enthusiastic guy about films. Like, he just loves movies. And so you can see, like, if you don't have someone to kind of, like, tell him no, he must just, like, be like, let's make this scene really long. <laughs> yeah, he needs he needs an editor more than yeah. most. He, like, needs an editor, like, almost as much as Peter Jackson needs an editor. Like, yeah. he... Oh my he god, needs Peter to Jackson just needs to be oh, edited. He just needs to stop. He needs to be edited. Oh my god. I'm not sure if, like, you're willing to, like, agree to make this statement, but I think if, like, our podcast can endorse, like, Peter Jackson just stopping. Oh, absolutely. I mean, never, I... never make another movie again. Stop making those ads. Yeah, stop oh. making remakes of stuff. Like, I don't know. I quite liked, um... You know, like back in the day, um, what's that one he did that had Michael J. Fox in it? The Frighteners. I like The Frighteners. The Frighteners is a that great was movie. Fine. That was a, you know. But now, God, I hate him so much. He's, I just he's wish one he'd of, go away. Yeah, he's, he's truly in like the, he's like in the bottom end of like mostly well-meaning New Zealand yeah. super well, celebrities. Yeah, well, he snuck in too, I feel like, because you know, he was all sort of bearded and 
like portly and like kind of seemed sweet and round and harmless and then he kind of you know a minute or now he wasn't <laughs> and he got like he wormed his way in and now we can't get rid of him not only can we not get rid of him he like owns half of wellington we can't oh, yeah. even you know he's i'm pretty sure we all like work for him somehow probably <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right so fuck peter jackson yeah. um but you you like the movie overall yeah oh my god samuel jackson was so good actually everyone in it was really good it has like a lot of white people saying the n-word of course it's a, and a lot quentin of, tarantino movie yeah which is kind of like but and also there's like you know um jennifer jason lee is in it and she gets beat up like a lot and they like i don't know that's pretty horrible like just seeing a woman get beaten repeatedly yeah. throughout a movie like i kind of like got laughs from the audience i saw it with but i was also kind of which like which is weird because yeah. his movies have ne- like have generally not had those vibes like jackie yeah. brown is oh totally kill bill like yeah. death proof was very like you exactly know. like that's never really been his thing so i'm i'm yeah. kind of surprised that he went well, that it's way kind of, i couldn't decide like i think maybe he thinks it's kind of like a a way of making her equal like all the men are being violent to each other so they're violent towards her as well but they're but it's not because they're particularly violent and they're violent in like a gendered way because they're always saying like shut up bitch and stuff you know it's not kind of like the same thing and i guess mm. that you know that's realistic because it's like you know post-civil war yeah, it's accurate rural but the, america you know, but like, like it's also like the, and they really like enhance like the sound design so that every time she gets smacked it sounds really gross and like her teeth will get knocked out and shit like it's like pretty gross like there's some pretty gross stuff in it yeah it's i mean he's not a man who's ever gone for like historical realism before oh, no. so no, I, I just think it's like, kind of a shame. But. Yeah, I just didn't feel like I enjoyed watching it a lot, but I don't feel like I'm going to be fond of it in like three years. Whereas, like, I still really like you know, Inglorious Bastards and Pulp Fiction and all that. Yeah, you know? oh, I think I think Django was like definitely a lesser of his movies. And yeah. I'm not even that interested to see Hateful Eight. I will watch it like at some point, but yeah, I didn't like go out to see it. No, it's yeah. The premise, like, it didn't interest me that much, but then I quite liked it, because it's kind of like a, like a murder mystery, well, not exactly a murder mystery, but it's kind of got that Agatha Christie thing, where they're all, like, trapped in a room, and, like, you know, who's the bad person, and, like, you know, like I Like the movie I like Clue. It. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, like it's just like Clue. that. Uh, all right, now you've sold me. Now <laughs> I have like to watch it. Which is, like, my favorite kind of, like, story. I right? love that movie. I watched that movie last night, actually. <laughs> it's really good. It still oh. holds up. <laughs> oh, um, I watched The Hateful Eight. It's... Oh, all right cousin. then <laughs> really violent distant cousin yeah yeah so if anyone wants to see hateful eight they should yeah if, if <laughs> my, none of that has put you off then like yeah. <laughs> go for it yeah yeah what have you watched you watched the x-files should we talk yes about that? i watched the um i only watched the first episode because they did a they released the first two episodes as like a oh, really? feature length premiere um, but I've only watched the first one and yeah, um, I hope the second, uh, fills in some gaps because, <laughs> um, it's, it's really difficult to keep up with where the X-Files is just at in terms of its own timeline. Um, because there was the show, yeah. um, there was one movie which was non-canon. There was one movie which was canon how is it um, non-canon? It was like a... It just didn't fit in with... Oh, it sort of fit in, but it was... Nerds are going to be mad at me. Um, <laughs> it, it, like, it doesn't really... Um, 
it doesn't follow on to the show itself. Uh, whereas the um, the other movie is actually yeah. like an alternate ending. And so that's like... So where does this one pick up off? Is it like meant to... It picks up in one day. Um, and like Mulder and Scully have still been keeping in contact. But since the X-Files closed... Well, were closed by the FBI. Oh, yeah. um, they've just been going off and doing like their own work. And oh, it's okay. like, we're still sort of figuring out what they've been doing. Just like, um, Googling aliens. I've yeah, never just seen Googling aliens. The X-Files before. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just disclosure. But, um, yeah. Oh, people are going to accuse me of having never <laughs> seen one as well after this. Yeah. Just like uh, getting, downloading apps. Like, yeah. those like. <laughs> just learning how things work. Um, trying to see if there's UFO technology in iPhones. A sex addiction and writing a series of novels. You oh, know, yeah. who... Who knows what they've been up to? <laughs> yeah, they should just fill it in with um, clips of Californication. <laughs> they should. <laughs> just like flashback. <laughs> and just like really, really terribly like Photoshop like Gillian Anderson's face over various characters yeah. in Californication. No, they could ha- they could put in clips of her and Hannibal. Ah oh, yes. <laughs> like what? what oh, amazing. <laughs> um, it's like I I like the dynamic. The dynamics were the best. Yeah. And sort of television history because it's it's really simple like it's yeah. a simple one of they're actually quite affectionate but there was always sort of a certain level of doubt but they're very reasonable yeah um thoughtful people so when, even when they clashed it was not sort of yeah verbose and over the top it was always quite it was in the same way that people disagree with their colleagues oh, okay. um did unless you, you disagree with they did eventually there was like a that came in like quite late into the show. Uh, um, for the first while, it was actually pretty naturally they were pretty asexual colleagues. But uh, then it like did eventually lead down yeah. that path. And this one starts up with that totally having ended. Um, uh-huh. And Scully is doing being an actual doctor. Um, Mulder <laughs> has been just in the wilderness somewhere uh and uh there's a new character played by joel McHale. i think yeah i think that's the most interesting part of this whole thing that i hadn't heard about that joel McHale would be chosen to be the next (laughs) to be like a very important character and joel McHale, the guy from the soup and community (laughs) he's not the most likable guy well just as well because he's playing like like right-wing conspiracy nut and his our like first introduction to him is like a i forget what their youtube uh ripoff is called do they not even can they not it's like feed tube or something like that that drives me crazy when they can't use like actual names of. i love it on shortland street i hate it on everything else (gasps) shortland street's so funny how they have like those ones are so good yeah even all the um all the drugs they have are like fake drug names yeah and then like they have instead of myspace or they have like my life which i guess is meant to be like facebook yeah but then they like they also have facebook now but they have both of them it's amazing they created like a competitor for facebook Hey, we're like, we don't yeah. think this is fair enough. We believe in competition. Yeah. Here is a second one in our fictional universe. Yeah. It's kind of a utopian vision of, like, Facebook getting... I th- we can go into, like, how Shortland Street is and isn't a utopia. <laughs> like, in a complete other episode, which yeah. we will definitely need to... We'll do a special episode. Oh, we will. We'll we have will. a debate. <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, it's... It's not perfect. Like, it's... Yeah. Um, 
uh, the flashback elements to it because the flashback elements involve the original Roswell crash. Um, and then there's the modern daytime where a mysterious, super fucking rich, like right wing <laughs> conspiracy nut, um, reunites like Mulder and Scully to help him figure out like what's going on um, and to try and take down the conspiracy of silence around UFOs, um, which is, <laughs> which is kind of cool yeah. as a setup, um, because it's like, it's an easy way of paving over the fact that it's like, why would they get back together? Also, how can they afford to do this? It's like, yeah. oh no, just deus ex yeah. machina or they something comes in. by a yes. billionaire. <laughs> like- it's like, don't, it's like an outside force only in this yeah. part. It's a inside force. And that guy's been played by Joel McHale. Yeah. And, like, I'm not sure, like, how much time you've spent, like, watching YouTube videos of, like, insane people who believe, like, not only did 9-11 not happen, they like, the towers still stand in New York to this day and, like, all other I images like that. Um, but none of them look like Joel McHale. No. Like, Joel McHale looks, like, at worst, like, a Fox News correspondent. And, like, at best, the kind of person who has a talk show where he makes fun of Fox News correspondents, he definitely doesn't look like a guy who is, you know, who's, like, YouTube famous for, like, calling it like he sees it. Yeah. Um, He has the face of a man who calls it exactly as whoever's paying him, like, sees it. And so it's, like, that bit's quite unbelievable. Um, I have, like, a controversial opinion in that he's a really one note actor. Like he's constantly yeah. just playing Joel McHale. Yeah. Um, he was playing Joel McHale in community. He's like unsuccessful Joel McHale who had yeah. to go to a community college. Yeah. Um, and this, he's yeah. playing like Joel McHale, who's Joel McHale <laughs> but not really because yeah. like his, the rest of his character is he's pretty reasonable. Uh, um, he's very well informed. I mean, he knows yeah. lots of things. He's shady as shit, but like none of this seems believable like i don't buy it from his character at all and so it's it's interesting because i think i think there's parts of the show i was really happy to see um like just seeing them together like it it worked really well um and i had this weird flashback like (laughs) to myself when i was watching it um because i for some reason i don't know if I think was actually somehow easier to watch it on the TVNZ app than to okay. somehow illegally stream it from somewhere. Um, and the TV two like um, logo showed up, like the two yeah. logo showed up um, over the sound of the X Files like theme oh, music, yeah. um, and it was just super evocative Aww. of like the late nineties yeah. and like late nineties New Zealand television, and I yeah. was like actually warmed by that i was like this is gonna be great (laughs) and it wasn't but it's not terrible i just don't i think it's disappointing but i hope they can turn this around i don't really want to talk about the story too much because i don't know where it's going yeah yeah um and i can't really tell yet is the expose like funny because people talk about it like it's funny i see the impression it's probably not um the expose original series had this like fun thing to it where there was the overarching story, but there were also Monster of the Week episodes. Yeah. And those Monster of the Week episodes would be, like, entirely self-contained. And there would be, like, often silly, like, Monsters yeah. of the Week. Um, 
and then like they would handle that case and they would move yeah. on and they would only obliquely ever reference it ever again um, and those ones were normally like more fun yeah and then there was like the overarching story which is like quite tortured in a way because it's oh. it's about sort of um it's about Mulder and his um sister and yeah just really like like his trauma oh. and then other people's trauma but then there's lots of other like fun silly shit which oh, goes on on the cool. side i like that mix of like yeah so it was like it always like mixed the vibes quite well yeah. it was a really entertaining watch um yeah. so yeah it's this is more about like the story arc um i hope they do some side stuff just because yeah. that's the things people really enjoy about the x-files yeah. honestly it's like um i've watched i i've watched maybe two episodes ever of this show but uh have you ever heard of the show supernatural i've heard of it I, i've like known people who are like obsessed with i it. know i've known like three people it's who have been seeing like girls. yeah um, <laughs> which put me off <laughs> but it has it has one of um the worst like rory boyfriends yeah so the, the worst allegedly the worst yeah. yeah i mean it's like everyone's ratings are a bit different he's probably yeah. in my top like bottom two yeah that show kind of took the monster of the week um thing which the x-files did uh, and just made that pretty much the whole show yeah um and so like every episode's kind of like a monster of the week and then uh, there's like an overarching thing apparently um but like there's lots of monster of the week stuff because you can write funny things that way like yeah you can have real silly monsters of the week yeah um you can have like recurring ones where it's like not a monster but like they come into the small town and turns out like everything in the small town is like black and white or other like hijinks that's cool um, i'm gonna do that yeah it's like that stuff was always really fun yeah um and that stuff about the x-files is what makes it like super rewatchable and so i do think it's funny um well it can be funny but it wasn't always and this isn't like this uh. is quite like the movies were never really that funny and yeah. this is like really doubled down on the seriousness yeah um which is kind of disappointing but i can sort of see why because if you're making this for fans like fans yeah. love the monster of the week stuff but they're also in it for like the yeah. characters and they're yeah they're weird people who get excited about like late 90s memories of like tv2 logos like but like i'm i'm optimistic i'll keep watching it and i'll like report back if it okay. gets like better or way yeah. worse i guess i should actually watch the original at some point it's really long like, yeah they did make a lot of seasons of it um yeah it's it's like the show how the show cheers is really good um but there's like nine seasons of it and it's yeah. quite old-fashioned now it's like things can be um things can sort of reach like a natural point i have a yeah. friend who like argues that the wire has aged incredibly terribly and like people should yeah. like not watch it anymore mm. i might agree with <laughs> i haven't i, I never watched it before and hasan showed me like the first like four episodes or something and i just like oh it's so slow and like the lighting is so bad and the, like the color palette it's just really kind of i don't know it, i didn't like it this is this is all i don't like watching men talk a lot yeah oh if you don't like that no david simon for you um no it's I'm this sure has it... been said so many times i feel terrible saying this but uh the first season is like not really the best and also yeah. it like it gets 
a lot better. Like that's it does get better. I, yeah, that's what I was told. But then I just like that's the, tiring. It's hard though. to push that's through tiring. when you're like I could spend oh, this God, time yeah. doing something I want to do. And also, like, there's other shows you could watch, oh, totally. which don't require you to push through. Yeah, it's like, there's just too much choice now to like be like, I'm going to watch like 10 hours of this thing, and then maybe I'll like it. Exactly. I remember um, there was the, one of my favorite shows of last year was uh, Hold and Catch Fire, um, oh, yeah. which was really good. And I really liked the first season. Well, I liked the first season, but I thought it was quite flawed and like it was kind of going nowhere. Yeah. And I was surprised to go on second season and the second season was like one of my favorite things on television right. last year. It was yeah. really, it was really good um, yeah. because it was just, it was stories you don't see um, yeah. and characters you don't really get to see with this level of like both complexity, but also just real childishness. Yeah. Um, it was, it was really real, um, but also like sharp and well executed uh but it's really hard to come tell someone this show is like one of the best things on television in its second season yeah it's like don't bother watching the first season but also you may want to because you can yeah so you can follow it but like it's hard to recommend something which gets good so late oh totally it's the same with the leftovers i'm always telling people to watch the leftovers and like then it's like oh well, you have to kind of go through like <laughs> an entire season of pain of like pain and sadness before yeah. they realize what they want the show to be about yeah. and which... even then it's still kind of pain and sadness but it's a little bit more um rewarding <laughs> yeah there's a hard sell but it is a hard I sell which you will it. never sell me on but i i respect <laughs> the fact that you continue to try but justin thoreau i know and i love justin thoreau as well so this is it makes it even more awkward <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's some, there's some other shows coming back. Um, I think shows, which I'm really excited to see come back, uh, this year is, I think Broad City's coming back in February. Oh, in February, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So, um, I don't know when, but like, it's yeah, that's, coming back. That's quite soon. That's good. Cause yeah. I really, I feel like that's like the one show that really like, you know, eliminates your existential dread. Like I just find Absolutely. it very calming. And I find it tremendously calming. Like I find Shortland Street calming in a way in which it's like it manages to both like shut off my brain and like increase my rage. Yeah. Um, but sometimes <laughs> in like a good way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I Broad City is sort of like the good version of that. It's like it's it's so good that it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're actually like happy. Yeah, like oh yes, this makes me so excited. Like uh, how happy. Um, Abby got when Alana, uh, like, pegged that dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was that happy yeah. watching it. I was yeah. like, fucking go get it. Like, yeah. go, because they're such lovable characters. Totally. And you, like, you just, you're all in yeah. on, like, their friendship oh, and definitely. wanting them to, like, just embrace their full selves. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, people always tell you, like, when you're, like, feeling down or whatever, watch a fun TV show and it'll make you feel better. But then it's like, nothing's more depressing than when you're feeling depressed. And then you watch a TV show that usually you like. And then you, like, can't enjoy it. And then you're like, wow, I just, like, can't feel anything. But that show's, like, one of the only shows that actually, like, can cheer me up. And that yeah. kind of, like, makes you feel, like, better. Um, I don't know when it's i should actually probably uh look this up before i say this out <laughs> loud um i think unbreakable kimmy schmidt is coming back okay. um that's wait until why fuck i thought this would be super easy i would like look up unbreakable kimmy schmidt and it would just tell me 
<laughs> these monsters. Should I, should I go to Unbreakable, the M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if they made that into a TV show, I would watch. <gasps> Me too, that was a good movie. Ah, uh, yeah, it's coming back in April. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, that was... So, like, Broad Sea and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt were both yeah. shows which just, like, took me out of, like, whatever frame of mind I was yeah, in before yeah. it. And just, like, exported me to a world of, like, That's just really happiness and chillness. Yeah. Because like, it's such I'm, a likable show. Totally. I feel like it's rare as well for comedy to be that immersive. Like, I feel like stuff like Definitely. drama can be, like, you know, because you get really sucked in. But it's much harder to do it in a happy way. Like, that's a much harder emotion to evoke. Yeah, it's harder like, to evoke sort of simple notions. Yeah. Or like simple emotions. So it's like much easier to like make people like yeah. sad or like make yeah. them squirm or like <laughs> yeah, make like, them tense. But it's like much harder to make people relaxed and calm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, not to say that uh, Brucey made me relaxed or calm. But like <laughs> certainly like entertain me enough that I could like yeah it just be chill yeah yeah um yeah love that uh glad it's coming back um yeah. i don't know what they do with it like i have no idea where you go shenanigans shenanigans <laughs> shenanigans is the answer of what yeah. they should do I would say. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what i'm looking forward to i hope they bring mr robot back this year i suppose they will i'm i assume they must because um, that was like one of my i just love that show so much it was a really good show um, I Rami Malek is like one of the most beautiful men in the world. I love him so much. There's something about his face where you like you can't stop staring at. I know. Like, you just want to so... give him a hug. He's so sweet. And do you know he has a twin brother called Sami Malek? Oh my god. Rami and Sami. Just it that's kills me. That's so good, man. They should. How have they not had them on the show together? I know. I know. Because that's exactly the kind of thing that happened. It's like, oh, he yeah, has a twin brother <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's just like continually like surprises about everybody being his family. I um looking forward to seeing that come back. Um, I'm looking forward to some movies. I'm looking forward to. Have you seen that? Did you see Cloverfield? Yes. They're doing like a spinoff. Yeah. With John Goodman, but like this time John Goodman is the monster. No, not exactly. (laughs) But but it's like in that same universe, and John Goodman's like keeps um Mary Elizabeth Winstead in his basement to protect her from aliens or something. To protect her from like potentially the cloverfield monsters yeah. but we don't really know which yeah when i heard about it i thought that sounds stupid but then when i watched the trailer i was like oh yeah yeah i was i was sort of into it i i feel like that's somewhat like well-worn territory the idea of people like being yeah. a fallout bunker yeah um about like a world which may or may not have ended did you ever see blast from the past with brendan fraser yeah of course that's probably i don't think anything can ever be as good as that yeah that that peaked like doomsday genre yeah i definitely. mean that was my greatest complaint about the walking dead was it wasn't enough like blast from the past <laughs> if they had brendan fraser and the walking dead yeah twice as many people like a hundred million people would watch it every oh week oh my god i miss brendan fraser so much i do mommy too. was one of like my favorite movies Ever, oh, as a child what was the um dudley do right oh, i don't think i saw that that was i don't think it was good <laughs> but i definitely remember watching it yeah. at least four or five times yeah um they should put him in like a netflix series or something he could have a reconnaissance he could have a reconnaissance he'd be great in true detective season three he he could be great in true detective season two <gasps> he could have been he oh could've... my god shot for shot remake of true detective season two just replacing all the characters oh with god. brandon fraser oh he would have been Vince Vaughn. Oh my god, so much better. 
I mean, oh. a garbage can would have been barely invincible <laughs> on that. But... Yeah. Actually, I'm interested to see if they do Studio Detective Season 3 this year. They think they're gonna. They, it might be delayed. Oh, like, yeah, I would be surprised if they did it this year. They'll yeah. probably do it um, a year later. Yeah. And it will be sort probably. of like a reboot to make it probably yeah. with none of their same helmets. Well, uh, which will be interesting. Well, got, got again. They, like, want him back. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, yeah, I wouldn't want him back, but... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was mad about that show just because I felt like a lot of people, including me, gave it really strong benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, and that's like, always disappointing. Rewatching it now, I think... I think that would be hard. I think maybe in 20 years, it would be like, if you showed your kids, you'd be like, look at this weird artifact. I think in, I think <laughs> even in 10 years, it might yeah. actually be okay. Yeah, actually, it's um, kind of like a strange... Like, because there's nothing else really like it, I suppose. Maybe it's good for that reason. Maybe. It's, yeah, potential future cult television. Yeah. Given yeah. what we've learned from, like, a year. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> I'm still mad and not fully convinced, but I hope they turn around okay. because I'm I'm interested in seeing that kind of show. Um, well, there's lots of that kind of show, but I yeah. I enjoyed the pace. I enjoyed the different settings. I enjoyed the fact that they could actually get really good actors and to yeah. play these parts. I mean, like Colin Farrell was acting his fucking ass off. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Colin Farrell's um, great. Yeah. Oh, another show which we definitely will have to watch because it's it has a lot of our favorite things all put together uh american crime story i'm very interested in that oh my god oh my god I'm... and it, yeah i'm just so interested because of the cast i think selma blair's christian is amazing it's and fantastic David swimmer as the kardashian dad is amazing so good like who do they have playing oj simpson um cuba going jr amazing amazing right <laughs> amazing the whole thing is just like such a good idea yeah, when I was in when I heard executive producer Ryan Murphy <laughs> is doing the O.J. Simpson trial. I, I was like, yes, this is what society has needed yeah. since the O.J. Simpson trial. It's going to be insane. It's, it's going to be so fucking weird. I'm so, especially because just given the way he kind of like fails at narrative arcs, it'll be really interesting with this one where it's like it existed in real life. So it's like it's written for him. Surely it can, should go better. Well, I think the Maybe. interesting thing with this one is he's not, like, completely in control of yeah. it. Like, he probably... was with Horror Story, which is kind of, like, thank God. I mean, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, he got Lady Gaga a Golden Globe. He did get Lady Gaga a Golden Globe, which she kind of didn't deserve. But good for her anyway. Like, yeah. I still oh. love Lady Gaga. Yeah. I just think that was, like, yeah. I wish her well. It wasn't great. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's being... It, this show was created, like, not by him, but by the people who uh, wrote... Um, I've got in front of me now. Who wrote uh, Edward. Oh, um, Edward. The People vs. Larry Flint. Um, the uh, Man on the Moon, which was the Jim Carrey... Ah. Um, Andy Kaufman movie. Um, Agent Cody Banks. <gasps> <laughs> yeah um 1408 which is the uh john cusack um like horror hotel movie um and also um goosebumps like the movie goosebumps oh, okay um which was 
pretty good, but kind of disappointing. I wish they'd just do movies of the Goosebumps books. I know. I don't understand why they don't. Or don't, a TV don't series. That would be a great TV series. It would be kind of like think, The Twilight I think Zone. it's coming oh, back. Well, I mean, I know they already did, but like, they Yeah, I it. think they might, <laughs> it might come back. Um, yeah, because those are all great stories. Like, most of them are about camp, which is always oh, yeah. great. Stuff I always loved camp. the camp ones. The camp yeah. ones were always fantastic. Yeah, even though, like, I feel like they must be way, like, scarier and more interesting to American children because they actually, like, go to camp and it's, like, much more common there. But I still like the idea of going to camp and I think that's enough for me. I did actually go on a summer camp once. Did you? Yes. For the whole summer? Uh, no, for, like, quite a lot of it, though. Whoa. Um, it was it was very weird. Uh, my family were, like, quite confused. <laughs> <laughs> that you went or <laughs> oh no my, um it was their idea for me to go yeah um like one of my friends was going to one what yeah. they didn't know and like my friend's family didn't know and also i didn't know was it was a religious summer camp oh, and my like family are like atheisty atheists yeah and um yeah it was it was odd when like I came back from summer camp. They were like, what did you learn? It's like, well, we went to this thing called Sunday school. And <laughs> here is this book I need to read to you about and explain to you, like, how you're living in sin and how we're fucking oh this whole God. family. Is it family it was, accidentally sent you yeah, to they Christian accidentally sent me camp. to, like, Christian summer camp. Um, like, oh, that's, and that's my yeah. only experience of, like, a summer camp oh, was, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, it was lucky, though, because I think I can't... Like, we went for one to one for a week when I was at primary school. And I fell out with my best friend and it was all very dramatic. So I probably couldn't have stood longer than a week. But it was cool. I liked being like away when you're a child. Yeah, it was pretty like, you fun. You don't really get that opportunity to like go away with your friends. And it was like, age. I was young enough that like it wasn't necessarily weird or like bad yeah. to do it. But also I wasn't so young that I was like, oh no, away from my family. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was like it was the right time, like long before, like even yeah. pre-teens. Yeah. Uh, where, like, that would be, like, both interesting and not, like, oh, but if yeah. I'm going to be stuck here, it will probably uh, be the worst. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine a preteen Christian summer camp could be pretty raunchy. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, probably. <laughs> I don't want to imagine preteens <laughs> um, doing that. I guess, yeah. John Travolta's makeup uh, was what sold me on it as well. Um, John Travolta in it? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, what a great it's gonna cast. Be, it's going to be so good. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, weird combination of people making it, uh, yeah. which seems perfect. Like, yeah, it's probably going to be a hot mess, but God damn, will it be a fantastic one. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. like Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ Simpson, like the one man play, I would spend oh my God, an obscene yeah. amount of money to watch. Hopefully you get spin-offs. Oh my god, I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm so I'm really excited for that. I think yeah. that's gonna be really like fun and insanely stupid, but also yeah. yeah, a good time. Cool. Yeah. Oh wow, should we wrap up? Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. Is there anything else you wanna give a plug to? Well mm, I can't think of anything. <laughs> anything you wanna give a plug to? Not really. Um I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, what's coming back uh oh yeah um we will soon hopefully uh be recording a special short on the street oh yeah so of the podcast yeah um bring in um our most requested guest uh to talk about uh her take on shortland street yeah. um and then like watch me quietly sit here and like talk about shortland street just sort of 
I have a lot of opinions, um, which are really like founded in nothing. Yeah. Um, when it comes to that, I think show. everyone does visual history though. Definitely, but like, there, I feel like there's a big difference between like a very like impassioned, like somewhat new to the show, amateur like watcher such as myself, yeah. and someone who's been watching it for their whole life and is like yeah. a series like a series vet. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, watching her like get mad at me um, is going to be very okay. interesting for and you. And I'll mediate. And um, yeah, or and else I'll just. It'll be it. interesting to hear. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so yeah, yeah um, definitely. Like we'll try and do that soon. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for this. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.